welcome to season two, episode four of Scott Survive Survivor. My name is Brandon Weber, and today we'll be talking about uh, episode four of Survivor, the Australian Outback, called The Killing Fields. And with me, of course, as always, is Scott Watson. Scott, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I had no idea this episode was called The Killing Fields. That's very appropriate because it was a disturbing episode uh, in one particular area. (laughs) Yes, it was. And it's good that it's a plural fields uh, because we have multiple killings here in this episode to talk about. (laughs) And before we get started, I did want to admit a fault of mine from Uh last episode that kind of was the first time I feel like I really spoiled, potentially spoiled oh something. Oh my gosh, did you spoiled something for me? From this episode, uh, if you remember from last episode, I said that this is the first time that a tribe has been down by multiple tribe members. Yeah. But that wasn't until after this episode, so that wow. was a preemptive statement by me. And so if you took that as a spoiler, I'm sorry if you knew that Ogakor was going to lose here today. No, I had no idea. I didn't think you I didn't think you knew that far ahead. Do you have memorized or maybe the information is before you who's going to be voted out next? I don't have the information before me. It's just all in in the noggin That's from uh, crazy. Past, past views of this season. So oh. yeah, I did know what was coming here, and I thought we were on episode four, but we were on only on episode three last time. So I'm, it wasn't spoiled for me at all. That's amazing. Okay, well, if you're a listener out there and you're also unspoiled on Survivor, that and you did take that as a spoiler, I'm terribly sorry. Uh, and I hope that you will forgive me. Uh, so, with that out of the way, jumping... I forgive you. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Uh, jumping right into episode four, a lot is going on in this episode, but we're going to kind of start with uh, some little interpersonal conflicts on Ogakor between Tina and Keith wanting to wake up and go fishing and then Jerry and Mitchell also want to wake up and go fishing. And so they kind of uh, have a little fight about who's going to take the canoe. Yeah, that came across as such childish drama to me. Just like explaining to the cameraman, like, oh, we all morning we were getting ready to go. And then they just rush up and, and go with, without us on their own. We were going to go. We, we were ready to go, and they went instead. Like, uh, okay, guys, we can share the boat. We can take turns fishing for everybody. Yeah, it sounded like Tina and Keith were thinking that Jerry and Mitchell only wanted to go because yeah. Tina and Keith were going to go, and they wanted to do it instead. But Tina and Keith just end up going fishing like on foot, and it seems like they do pretty well. So it, it's yeah. it's kind of a non-story. They just are right. getting more fish because four of them are fishing instead of two. Yeah, I really like how Tina said that Keith like pulled her aside, like, "Don't worry, Tina. We'll just go. We'll just go along the shore. It's gonna be okay." <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, because At least he's a peacemaker. Because apparently Keith wanted to like talk with Tina, presumably about some voting strategies and where they fit in the tribe because in the last tribal council they realized that Jerry noted that Colby, Amber, and Mitchell are the three people she's closest to and omitted Tina and Keith from that 
little friend group mm-hmm. slash perceived voting alliance at this point. So they're getting worried that the four of the younger people are going to gang up on them and vote them out next. Hmm. I think I think that is probably rooted in a lot of truth. Uh, after Jerry basically just outlined an alliance that she has and Jerry even like regrets she says she regrets saying that at the tribal council which I can't blame her for regretting that's like such poor strategy and we intermittently get some scenes of Jerry just laughing in her weird like silent laugh I don't know if this is something that you notice but she's just laughing and like no sound is coming out but like the laughing mannerisms and everything is there and it's just it seems pretty like it forced. seems pretty maniacal slash forced in a way yeah. that she's just like oh I'm so stupid for talking about the people that I'm aligned with but at this point she's like it's four against two so I can laugh about it because they can't do anything about it yeah I gotta say Ogakor, I mean at this point, only down two, but you got to pull it together. We can't be stabbing each other in, in the back right now. We need each other, you know, if you're on Ogakor, I'm I'm not rooting or pulling for Ogakor in any, in, in any way. But if I were, I would, I would think that Jerry would want to be better friends with these people uh, instead of just like, I don't know, just two whole members they're not cool with already. Seems like bad news. Right. And I mean, Jerry is going to lose one of her close friends at the end of this. And so she's going to have to like if if they don't get it together and they have a challenge about teamwork and it's kind of like two people she's friends with and two people she's not like that could spell trouble. So, uh, yeah, hopefully they can pull it together, because like I said, they're now down two members officially after this episode (laughs) and they're in danger of really getting wiped out. Yep. And here's where we get Keith's quote that was in the preview from last week. I didn't come out here to be pushed around by a bartender wannabe actress. Mm. And he has made it his new mission instead of to win the money himself. Mm -hmm. uh, His new mission is going to try to do everything he can to make sure that Jerry does not win the money because he's just so done with Jerry. Wow. He's already going for, like, the spite play. He doesn't care about the game. On day 10, is it? Yeah. And he's just done already. He's like, you know what? I stand no chance here. I just want to see her lose. Right. And he says that he will ride the team until it's time to take the knife out and cut someone's throat. And there was a lot of knife, uh, (laughs) knife action in this episode, so I like the inclusion of this quote at the beginning. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it, it does seem very appropriate. Yeah. And then we're going to go over to Kucha, and we're going to get tree mail for the reward challenge. And I think whoever gets tree mail comes back and says, like, you guys aren't going to believe this one. And yeah. that's because it has a chicken egg with yeah. it. Can you believe how every how pumped everyone was over this, like, egg? They're like, oh, yeah, we got an egg, yo. Yeah, it's very exciting because it's it signifies that the reward for this challenge is going to be food-related, and then they have to build a chicken coop, so it's pretty obvious what the reward is going to be. Right. Uh, it's going to be some chickens and a rooster. Yeah, 
Although, honestly, Kucha seemed happy with just the egg. I think the victory didn't matter that much to them. They were they were just happy to have any sort of uh, food at all. So is it sort of like the Mitchell point of view on Ogacore where they are okay getting the egg, which is like kind of the result of oh. the chickens uh, without actually having the chickens and making them like work for it by <laughs> like having the chickens lay eggs? Is that kind of what we're what we're doing here? It could be. Maybe they also think this egg will hatch into a chicken on its own, which Maybe. they can raise and then eventually eat. Yeah, you say eventually, but I feel like the the way this tribe, <laughs> and by tribe, I, I'm pretty much just uh, speaking about Michael, mm-hmm. uh, he'd probably immediately be like, we need to we need to kill this chick yeah like that's food that makes me useless and so we need to get (laughs) that chick yeah he wants to destroy all food that was not brought in by him that's so true he he would never let that chicken hatch he's like we need to get rid of this thing eat this egg immediately eat it right now let me just pop this down get rid of this yeah and we get some stuff from Kimmy, and I, I always know when we get stuff from Kimmy as your winner pick I want to be tracking where she Mm -hmm. is in this game and she's worried because uh, of her performance still in the only like immunity challenge that any of them really struggled in, the eating challenge. So she still feels like she's on the chopping block, and so she's going to give it her best in all the challenges moving forward because she's still worried about her position in the tribe. Yeah. I also noted that she was... She didn't care about getting chickens, obviously. She's super vegetarian doesn't want to eat them uh but she was excited for her team to have them for their morale to be boosted so it's at least she's not actively rooting against her team here winning chickens right she doesn't sabotage them and try to like screw up the slide puzzle (laughs) and so they're gonna go to the reward challenge and i feel like the slide puzzle had pretty good camera angles like looking from up top Mm -hmm. it's still kind of hard to tell in a slide puzzle like who's winning or like who's ahead but uh they're gonna do a slide puzzle and like i said they're the winner is gonna get three chickens and a rooster and the rooster is gonna be great in this episode because uh the the winning tribe is not gonna like the rooster waking them up in the morning (laughs) yeah um i saw this you called it a slide puzzle yes um i have you ever seen like the little miniature ones yes like, i i i used to get those i don't know why i had those in my possession as a kid maybe it's from like halloween or stuff but i would like i remember as a child just like messing around with those for like two seconds and then giving up like this is impossible so to see this appear as like that's such a huge challenge. I think I would have given up immediately if I were a, a survivor. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have even tried. I mean, if you give up on like the little mini ones, like pushing yeah. these giant oh, pieces yeah. around would be torture, probably. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, Kucha is going to take this one, and I don't think Ogakor was really close to finishing. It didn't really look like they knew the strategy for doing a slide mm-hmm. puzzle, especially as a team. Maybe like one of them knew how to do it, but it's kind of hard when you need, you know, six people working together yeah. on the slide Otherwise, puzzle. everyone's just pushing pieces because they can. 
and right. thinking maybe they're helping. Right. Oh, there's an open space in front of me. Yeah. I'll just push my piece there. <laughs> yeah. Like, did, did I help? Uh, <laughs> but no, Ogacor didn't have much help, and Kucha is going to win these chickens, which I'm kind of surprised that Michael didn't try to sabotage this challenge, and I wonder if right. he actually did try to sabotage it, knowing <laughs> how little he wants Kucha to have extra food at their camp. Honestly, they're hard to try to sabotage. It's hard to know what's going on. He's pushing pieces. He could be helping by accident. So, right. I, yeah. But Kimmy is going to say that why couldn't they have edamame or tofu as a reward instead? Yeah. it. I, I don't judge Kimmy for her uh, dietary choices at all, but it is interesting that she is here on this show where she knows meat is going to be eaten for survival by many people there's going to be hunting animals are going to die but she still has like such an issue with it but like out loud like she's verbalizing this issue to everybody i right. i don't understand that strategy right she's definitely in a tough spot emotionally um and i think survivor kind of likes to put people <laughs> in like this tough spot but i agree that being so vocal is probably not the way you want to go with your feelings like you have and who knows whether the camera people in production are like relaying your issues to the other people but mm. you kind of should have a safe space there to kind of vocalize and yeah. you you have a safe space in your own head maybe it's not as safe as just kind of letting it out for Kimmy uh, but yeah it's not great and we see in the preview for next week that this potentially and who knows the previews can mislead but it looks like Kimmy's going to get in an actual verbal altercation with Alicia. Uh, and I think something is said about the chickens in the preview. So this could come back to bite Kimmy for sure. And hopefully for your prediction's sake, it does not. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, I've, I've, I'm still really happy with my Kimmy pick, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> because of how unlikable she's being. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Sticking with the intended goal of picking the least likable person. It's working for me so far. I feel like uh, in the last season, as soon as I picked somebody, it seemed like they would be immediately executed from the show. Mm-hmm. But episode four, I mean, we're doing pretty well here. I I will say that Joel did make it through. Uh, got voted out in episode six. So you're oh, not. You're I got not, a long way to go. Yeah, you're not quite to the Joel right. level yet. So we'll see. Two more episodes for Kimmy, and you'll you'll be even with Joel. Okay. Um, Come on, Kimmy, you got this. So Kucha is gonna get the chickens, and we're gonna go back there on day eleven. And Mike is again talking about how unnecessary he is now that they have chickens. Uh, he just doesn't want any food that's not provided by him. And he wants to eat one every other day because he just wants to get them uh, out of the way as quick, quickly as possible. Yeah. I got to say, I want to take back everything I said about Michael having good leadership qualities. This is diabolical. <laughs> this is not a good leadership quality. He's being very selfish, and it's clear how unnecessary he is if he needs to try so very hard to prove that he is necessary that's a Uh, really good point he's quickly becoming my least favorite uh survivor here and that is what could possibly 
make me nervous about Kimmy. <laughs> because Mike is becoming more unlikable? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he he looks like he's going to kill one and start cooking it before they wake up if nobody had gotten up to tell him not to do it and that they need yeah. to vote on this because he's like got the knife and he's like he looks ready to make a kill and he's pretty much ready to make a kill throughout this whole episode right nick i think wakes up and maybe roger and they're like well let's wait on more people i i really wish uh other people could learn about his motivations here i was surprised with how candid he was being with the camera crew about his motivations i mean that is just that's crazy that is a crazy person choice to make oh yeah let me just kill these chickens and let's eat them very quickly uh just so i can continue to be the provider i mean richard was he was diabolical a lot of the time but and you would see his jealousy when other people were able to provide but he didn't have a problem with it it was still cooked and eaten by everybody like normal he didn't (laughs) i don't know maybe there was crazy stuff like this going on in richard's head but this is a whole nother level. Richard didn't seem them to he, he didn't seem to want them to actually starve without his yeah. provision. He just wanted to do it because he could and he was prideful in his ability to provide. Right. But Mike seems like he actually wants these people to suffer, which is not great. No. These, these are your people. teammates. Yeah, oh my gosh. I got to say this is the most this is the roughest band of survivors i've seen in my whole two seasons these people are they hate each other already <laughs> yeah and elizabeth uh, kind of hates the rooster because it keeps he keeps crowing and she's like that one is going first yeah, going first uh but <laughs> is killing the rooster off the smart way to go do you, don't you want uh, the rooster and the and the chickens? You know, as long as you can. Uh, is I don't know because it seems like they've only got like what the four, 42 days. Is that the new number of days? Yeah. Um. So I don't know how fast chicken reproduction takes, but I'm guessing they they're not going to be raising whole chickens in this amount of time. Yeah, I guess so. I, I then then why do they need the rooster? I I think maybe occasionally the survivor producers put in stuff like this to like test them like <laughs> what what if we can get them to think that they can grow a whole chicken and have it ready to be eaten in this amount of time maybe that's what they're going for yeah <laughs> yeah um well I don't actually know which uh chicken they're going to end up eating uh so I don't I don't know if they say it is the rooster or one of the chickens but uh I guess that's neither here nor there. Maybe we'll find yeah. out. But first, before they actually decide to eat a chicken, we're going to go to Ogacore, and there's, like, a fire going yeah. on, like, across the water from their camp. This is pretty intense. It is intense. Um, and I feel like, was it last year we were seeing, like, all these fires in Australia? Uh, so it's really interesting to see that again here. Um, probably not on as large a scale as it was last year. I don't know if you remember that, where Australia was just like, the entire country was, or continent was burning, essentially. Right, and we've been seeing a lot of fires in parts of the U.S. this year, I think. Yeah. Colorado and California. Uh, It's nice to be able to drive away from them, but uh, these survivors don't have that ability. They kind of just have to like, well, I hope 
it doesn't come to our camps and burn all our Texas flags that we're using as tents. Right. Yeah, they're just basically like, Amber says that they'll be safe if they just go in the water. Um, we'll see. We'll see if it comes to anything. But, I mean, when Colby and Jerry later are, you know, right up where the stuff was burning, it looks mm-hmm. it looks pretty bad and looks pretty close to them if they were able to, you know, walk there and try, right. to, try to hunt for game there. Yeah. I don't know how good standing in the water would be of a strategy. That would protect you from the flames, sure, but... I know the smoke is also something you really got to worry about in a giant forest fire situation. I'm guessing if the fire got close enough, production would just like take everybody on the trailers and they'd just hightail it out of there for a while. Yeah, I imagine they really don't have much to fear because if it becomes like a real situ- like real bad situation, they I mean, they it's not like they don't have any way to get out of the area, you know. Yeah. Uh, this is a production question. Maybe you're not allowed to answer, but if does that ever happen in all of Survivor, where they will sh- production will have to step in, or or the crew will have to step in, and they actually show that, or would that always be something that would just not be on camera? I think for the mo- there's a lot of stuff that happens off camera. Like I know that some contestants, if they need like medicine or something like they can mm-hmm. get medicine if it's like you know they have an infection or something and they just won't show that or tell anybody they won't yeah they, it won't be like this person is taking this medication <laughs> you know uh yeah. so there's some stuff that happens off camera huh. yeah but while this fire is going on in the distance tina is going to talk about how much she has just uh she's over jerry at this point yeah. and one of the thing she says about Jerry is that she is the most bossy, domineering people, uh, pe- or she is the most bossy, domineering person I've ever met. Yeah. Um, those are very strong words from a constellation. I would think I wouldn't expect uh, someone with that title to to say such unsweet things. Yeah. What would Marilyn think? I think, yeah, I think Marilyn would think the best of everyone, and she would be disappointed to hear Tina talk this way about another person. Yeah, yeah, but um, she is going to, she's basically trying to get the others to kind of turn on their friend group, Mm -hmm. Uh, specifically Mitchell and Colby are in this discussion, and it's not really going to work on Mitchell, because I think Mitchell's going to go right back to Jerry and like you know Mm -hmm. oh Tina was saying this stuff but Colby on the other hand is maybe starting to get swayed in the direction of the older people on the tribe in maybe wanting to turn things around Mm -hmm. I don't think that actually happens does it well I guess we'll see at the end of the episode but Mitchell goes (laughs) home and not Tina so somebody flipped on Oh, oh yeah that's true I guess maybe it was Colby yeah um well yeah I guess if you didn't look at who voted for whom at the end of the episode then maybe you you won't know who was the third vote for Mitchell (laughs) but wait did they show that oh they show all the votes at the end of the credits or during the credits yeah oh my gosh I didn't know that yeah do we have they always done that yes what? Yes. I'm usually uh, taking notes during the credits because I'm like, well, I don't need to watch this. Yeah. 
Well, this would have been a good one to to watch, oh as we'll get to. This is a good tribal council. I'm glad you're here, Brandon. Yeah. Guiding me through this. That's my job. <laughs> so Colby and Keith are going to also talk together in the water. And so it's kind of Colby's getting pulled away from the Jerry crew by Tina on the one hand and also Keith. They're, uh, they're both trying to pull Colby away from Jerry. Keith is going to talk about how Jerry isn't good enough for Colby and that she would slit his throat uh, if it came down to it. Yeah, and Keith also says, I would beat you like a dog if I found out you two hooked up, um, which is very disturbing to me. First of all, any allusion to beating dogs is like, whoa, why do you go to, why do you go to that, Keith? Are you, what are you doing to dogs? And also, why do you care so deeply about the love life of this person that you barely know? Right. This is 11 days of knowing somebody. It's probably not... It shouldn't be that big of a deal to your uh, your happiness. Yeah. I, I got it. Keith, get out of here. <laughs> There's so few people that I know on this show that I like. I feel like maybe Nick or Amber. There's a possibility I could like them, but I don't know them very well yet. So maybe as the show goes on, they will show themselves to be likable people. Yeah. But so many quotes that I hear on this show are just things that people do. I'm like, dang, they are all really trying very hard to win, which I guess is a good thing. Yeah. We're going to jump back to Kucha, and it's now it's time for chicken. Mm. And they're finally going to eat a chicken. And they're talking about, you know, who is okay with this. And everybody's like, yeah, I'm okay. We have, you know, three votes in favor, four votes mm -hmm. in favor. So, like, that's all we need. And Kimmy yells out, like, I'm against it, you know? Like, I, yeah. I dissent. And uh, nobody really pays her any mind <laughs> like nobody even says a thing and she's like eh okay well that didn't work uh it's hard to do a protest when you're just one person yeah but it's sad because kimmy doesn't benefit from the eating of this chick like she right. doesn't gain That's any true. sustenance from it so it's kind of tough for her yeah she only benefits from the animals being alive because she probably likes to hang out with them yes well, maybe she can better. bond with them more than the people on her tribe that she talked about <laughs> oh, last no. episode. That's not a good strategy. No. Bond with your tribe, not the animals that they are going to kill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Michael, again, is going to talk about how he's not sure what the next thing he needs to do to make them you know, appreciate him. Because he said he caught one fish, then he caught a bigger fish, then he caught three fish, and yeah. then he caught five fish. And so he's like, do I need to get an alligator next? It's so weird. Like, why does he feel like he needs he needs to keep upping his ante? Just people aren't eating more food. Just give give the keep a, a constant, steady flow of food. It's so strange how insecure he is about his standing on the team. Although, I mean, his strategy is working so far for just getting a bigger catch each time. I guess. Right. And so they're going to eat the chicken. And uh, did you catch what Nick says about his piece of chicken? What does he say? 
Once you go dark meat, you don't ever go back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then they have that really long camera angle because, who's that, Alicia? Alicia's, like, trying not to laugh, but then yeah. she laughs. And then just cracks up. Yeah. <laughs> How stupid that is. It's pretty stupid, <laughs> but I liked it. I, I, I like getting stuff from Nick. Uh, yeah. You know, I think, I think it's a really funny line. So, it was funny, yeah. Yeah. And then we're going to get some stuff on Ogacore about how weak Mitchell is and how tired he is. And I think you talked last time about how Mitchell just looks like he's going to drop. Um, and he's still feeling that way. I mean, mm-hmm. he's not getting any energy from, you know, where's he getting his energy from? Are they like, they're eating some fish probably, but he's just really tired and his body seems to be breaking down. But he's yeah. the one who is thinking the most about strategy because he wants to win this. Does he want to win this? Well, <laughs> you would you would think based on this at this point in the episode you would think <laughs> yeah. that he does, but maybe by the end of it he's realized that he's at the end of his rope. Yeah, maybe hearing about how the other tribe has been so uh, successful in getting food just constantly. They just have a, a smorgasbord of food at their table every single night, and he's just starving. He, we're watching a man starve uh, on television, and I I can only hope that maybe production is handing him a slice of pizza uh, when the cameras aren't rolling or something, just to keep the man standing, because, oh my gosh, he, he looks awful. At least give him an IV off camera or something. Yeah, my goodness. Yeah. But uh, there, Jerry, Amber, and Mitchell are worried not about Colby's uh, strength in terms of, you know, how he's doing with the elements, but his his own opinion because they mm-hmm. think he could be swayed to vote against them because he isn't strong in his own opinion, which I feel like Colby's been pretty, pretty headstrong throughout this this game i don't know he seems like he has confidence in his opinions about texas at least yeah that's true a lot of maybe too much confidence about that yeah and they briefly say something about if they get in a tie situation and we haven't we've seen a tie before where Mm -hmm. uh the final four in season one was a 2-2 vote and then um Kelly switched her vote and voted out Sue, but we haven't seen a tie where the tie maintains after the second vote. Mm. And I think there's kind of a throwaway comment here where one of them mentions that they think that if Jerry were in a tie, that she would go home because she has previous votes against her. So I think the players do know the rules of oh. the tiebreaker. I didn't know the rules. Yeah. Uh, we were, I think this is like, it was so fast and I couldn't really tell if this is what was said, but I think that's what they said, that Jerry is worried because she has votes against her from before. Oh. Does she have a lot of votes against her? I don't know? know if she has more than the one that Mitchell also had. Um, mm. I'm not sure. I think she had either one or two, maybe one from each tribal council. I don't really remember. Uh, Kel probably voted for Jerry, and then I think Marilyn also voted for Jerry. So yeah, she would have had two votes against her. Mm. And they're going to go looking for a pig, Jerry and Colby. Yeah. Uh, but they're not going to have success with it. No. 
I, in a lot of ways, I wish they did. I just want to see Mitchell just have a big ham dinner and just eat so much and become strong again. I, I feel like I don't know him as anyone except for just the weak guy who's who actually does have pretty good strategic ideas. Like he's he's thinking good thoughts about how to win this thing, and he's not really being overly mean. <laughs> he just needs some energy, the poor guy. Right. Yeah, I think his height is not helping him. He's got so much body to hold up, and I think it's just not happening for him. But with Jerry and Colby, Jerry wants a, a wants an alliance with Colby, mm-hmm. and he seems like he's kind of hesitant to make one. But then he, she says, "It's not like you're making a deal with the devil here," and gives like the you know the. I like you Colby look and like that smile and I guess he just decides that he's gonna say that he and Amber and Jerry uh, are gonna make an alliance to go to the end together yeah I totally think that that Jerry's being super manipulative here like totally trying to play him and I I respect him for like I don't know if he's he is seeing through it because he says she's the puppet master yeah (laughs) that should be your title right so yeah. that actually is very uh, intuitive, I think. Yeah, he says he really just said that to get further in the game, and he doesn't really trust anyone, but specifically Jerry. He like he knows that she is not really one to trust completely. Mm-hmm. So, and then as we go to commercial here from Ogacore, we do get a quick shot of a pig running around, which is some great foreshadowing of (laughs) the next scene that we're going to see on our uh, return from the commercial break. Yeah, the most disturbing scene in all of the show, topping even, what what was it, Kimmy eating that worm in like two seconds? Yeah. Yeah, this this tops that one. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. So we're going to go to Kucha and it's uh, it's the morning, and they're all, you know, they're all asleep. And Elizabeth and Nick are in the water, or near the water at least, and they see that there's a pig in the water. And uh, Mike is going to spring into action and grab the knife, which was on a spear, I think, at some point, uh, on the Pig Killer 2001, I think we decided to call it. Yeah. But now it's just the knife no spear and he corners the, this pig and uh you know if you're sensitive out there maybe cover your ears for the next 20 seconds but mike's gonna stab this pig several times brutally stab it to death just yeah. horrible this is not how hunting has been done in any way i've seen it the poor pig was so easily caught up with it i think it was a, a little guy so he's not really very fast and Mike had no trouble at all and was really it was almost disturbing how bad he wanted it to be him who killed it too like he wasn't like oh yeah we can together take this animal's life so that we can have he's like no I want to kill it I want to kill it I got my knife ready I'm just going to stab this little guy yeah and Nick is going to have to be the one to come back to the tribe and uh you know, explain what happened, and they're very the happy. They're very happy that Kimmy did not witness this event. I uh, I don't even know what she would have done, because we they didn't show uh, 
the the stabbing on camera we i mean we did see the the knife go up and down but we didn't see uh the death take place thankfully but we basically saw what happened through nick's expression which was just pure horror yes uh elizabeth says kimmy would have died if she saw it and i i'm not sure that that's an exaggeration (laughs) i don't know what i yeah i have no idea what she would have done and uh, Michael is going to start sharpening the knife again, uh, and he says, If I go out, I'm going out full. <laughs> and I'm so happy about that. And Elizabeth is now coming over, and she says it's like a murder scene, and I, it did look like a murder scene. It was yeah. a murder scene, but it, it was an animal murder scene, at least. Yeah. Um, I've never stabbed a pig brutally to death before, but is that something that would dull the knife enough to need it to be sharpened immediately afterwards like i think you can use that knife a few times before that's needed right i don't know if i'm the right person to answer this either because i too have never stabbed a pig to death brutally with a knife how did two people who've never stabbed a pig brutally to death with a knife end up on the same podcast that's that's crazy it's wild yeah michael is gonna put some of the pig's blood under his eyes and I think last week you said all this foreshadowing about Mike wanting a pig. Surely he doesn't end up killing a pig. Uh, a pig. So yeah. my question for you is when the tribe won the chickens, were you thinking, oh, this is, they're <laughs> going to kill a chicken, not a pig? I thought Mike was going to brutally murder all the chickens when he was talking that way and bathe in their blood. Yeah, but he's going to put the pig's blood under his eyes and um nick says it's the craziest thing he's ever seen and he does look horrified by what he's just witnessed so clearly they're they're not feeling great about mike they're they're probably a little worried at this point yeah um but i also would you know i'm looking at all the other people on this team and i said michael ran past everybody because he wanted to be the one to do it but i do wonder if anyone else on this team would have been able to do that to an animal yeah well who uh chops the chicken's head is it also mike i mean it's probably mike he probably he probably demanded to be the person that took that chicken out i think roger was helping out but i don't think he actually delivered the blow i think he was like guiding them through it whoever it was it was either nick or mike i think who killed the chicken but and then kimmy is going to get the story about how the pig died and it's Jeff and he says that like it was just uh you know he caught a pig and then Kimmy is gonna say we live in a sick tribe and I cannot deal with these people yeah yeah I mean that's when I was like that that quote just surprises me it's like what they're I mean yeah it's it's gross and a little messed up and very disturbing but they are trying to survive in the wild isn't this part of that yeah yeah i mean this is the like biggest thing anybody's ever caught in terms of food in the two seasons that we've watched so it's pretty impressive that he was able to do this and Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of meat that they get out of this yeah i don't personally find it that impressive because of how slow the pig was moving i mean he lightly jogged up to it i just think i couldn't have done it like mentally. I could have, yeah, mentally, yeah. Yeah, that's true. He I is mentally strong to do this. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, we're gonna briefly go to Ogacore before the immunity challenge, and 
they're going to talk about how important these upcoming challenges are because they are down by one person, uh, not two, one person mm-hmm. at this point. And sadly, they're not going to have much uh, fun at this next immunity challenge because it's going to be trivia and uh, eventually they're going to fall again for the third straight time. But did any of these trivia questions stick out to you? Um, I wrote all of them down. Uh, first of all, yeah, I would say nine of the world's ten most venomous snakes being on Australia is uh, not surprising, but it is uh, kind of horrifying for all these uh, contestants to hear that statistic while also being you know, they sleep on the ground. Who knows when a snake is going to just slither into their tents. Right. Yeah, they're, the the part of this challenge that's kind of weird to me is that they they tell us, like, the first three or four questions, and then it goes into, like, that, that music section yeah. of the challenge where we don't hear the questions anymore, and it's just true. like... True. False. Yeah, true. Yeah. You're right. Ogacore. Yep. Oh, both of you got it right. And uh, you know, basically... Oh, go ahead. Oh, well, I think the reason they had to rush through this is because they they needed to spend a lot of time in tribal council compared to normal in, in this episode. Yeah. And the main things to note, I think, about this challenge are Alicia gets a bunch of questions wrong, but then she ends up being the hero at yeah. the end, getting the tiebreaker question right. Uh, and Mitchell, who had already answered a question right, has to go again because they have fewer people, and then he ends up being the one who gets the final question wrong so mm. it's kind of funny he got the first question right and the last question wrong to uh, yeah. give Ogakor the loss yeah um him losing for Ogakor, i don't think really played into why he got voted off no i don't think so no but i mean it didn't help because if he had won it then they wouldn't have had to vote anyone off so yeah yeah but good job, Alicia, for coming back strong and getting the tiebreaker question right. Mm-hmm. And the first thing we hear back on Ogacor before Tribal Council is that Mitchell is excited to vote Keith out because he's just so done with Keith and uh, he wants him gone. And the only other thing we get, I think, is that Colby doesn't agree with the order chosen by the union. That's a direct <laughs> quote uh, because that person could be an asset. And so I, the only explanation based on his vote is that he doesn't want Keith to be the one mm-hmm. to get voted out here. Yeah. It's possible he's just afraid that if he votes for Keith, he will be beaten like a dog, as Keith said earlier. Mm. And he wants to avoid that. Yeah. Is voting together to vote Keith out equivalent to hooking up in <laughs> Keith's eyes? Do we know this? Probably. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we're going to go to Tribal, and Colby is more upset about losing than about not catching pigs. I think that's something else that happens at Immunity, is that uh, Kucha talks about how they caught a pig, and so uh, Ogacor now knows that Kucha caught a pig. Yeah. Yeah, but Colby's ticked off by the lack of pigs. More ticked off about they keep losing, though, because yeah. it's very competitive <laughs> in the challenge setting. Mm-hmm. And Jeff says that Kucha's really beating them. Uh, he says it in different words, but yeah, 
Uh, he says that they're they're really they're really you know taking it to Ogacore here. Yeah, that was so funny to hear from Jeff, just like so blatantly. He's like, usually hosts are like, it's anybody's game. Who will know? He's like, no, you guys are getting smacked, yo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we're basically gonna go to the vote, and we're thinking it's probably gonna be Keith at this point because Colby hasn't really shown that he's gonna vote against uh, Jerry's you know crew of young people but yeah. uh i think we see mitchell's vote for keith mm-hmm. and he said he was excited to vote for keith but he just says like i'm voting keith out and like i'm ready for him to go like i thought yeah, he was gonna generic. have some great like oh, i'm so excited like i'm gonna yeah. say this thing but he's just like no like i'm voting keith right next person yeah you could have used his quote for any vote off in survivor history uh, yeah, exactly. And Tina is going to vote for Mitchell, and she says something interesting here. Yeah. That it wasn't the original intended vote, but a new scheme developed on the way to tribal council. Yeah, that is ominous. Uh, and Brandon, uh, in the spirit of the Olympics, let the games begin. Yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> this, this is so wild. I don't I don't understand like how this came to Tina's mind to say here. It's so funny. It's day ten. I think the games have begun. They're well underway. You know, she's been without Doritos for twelve days. Yeah. I think, you know, I mean cut her some slack, I guess. That's true. Get this woman some Doritos. Yeah. Hopefully. We're gonna show the votes and we're gonna go Keith, Keith, Keith. Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell. And yeah. so we're going to have a tie, three to three. And they're going to go into the tiebreaker situation where both people who are in the tie get to tell the tribe why it should be them to stay and not the other. Yeah. And I think for this second time, we're going to get one speech of somebody who sounds like they want to stay and one uh-huh. of somebody who's like, eh, yeah, you should probably just get rid of me instead. Yeah, it's crazy. I can't believe uh, Mitchell said that. Um, it's like you said earlier, it really seemed like he was playing strats. He wants to win this thing. Now, all of a sudden, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, Keith is right. No, you should vote for me. I, I'm i weaker, you know. I don't really stand a chance. Uh, so just kick me off the, the game as soon as possible. Thank you. Yeah, and... They don't, though. The same people that voted for Keith still vote for Keith, and the same people that voted for Mitchell vote for Mitchell. And so we have a second tie. Yeah, I don't think they care what Mitchell wants. I think they just want him as their ally. Right. But they do not get to keep him as their ally. (laughs) No, they don't. And so when it ties the second time, what are you as a... um, as a unspoiled survivor watcher what are you thinking is because you didn't catch the earlier like quick quote about what the rules were so what were you thinking here i'm thinking there's going to be a pit with a wooden board over it and they're going to put either survivor on either side of the the wooden board and give them like a staff and they have to try to knock the person the other person into the pit and i'm like wow this is going to be so sick you know whatever this is going to be it's going to be awesome and then they're like, oh, yeah, we'll just go back to previous episodes and see how many vote. And that's so anticlimactic. It yeah. seems fair in a lot of ways, but in a lot of ways it doesn't because what if they've changed? You know, what if they're not someone who 
would be voted for again and they're still dealing with previous sins yeah but i think because they're in the tie they are getting voted for again by de- like by default yeah that's so true yeah maybe that's why they're going going back to previous votes but i agree they they could be they could do a lot of fun stuff with tiebreakers so right um yeah unfortunately mitchell well i think fortunately for the show uh mitchell had a vote against him previously and keith didn't because i think mitchell is so, is so done uh yeah. he says he's physically mentally and emotionally drained and he looked it and mm-hmm. so he's gonna he's gonna get the boot because he had one vote against him in the past but and he says when he le- when he does his final words that he's yeah. excited to eat but yes. he, he he's still surprised and feels betrayed but he's excited to eat yeah that i'm even more confused now he says that definitely took me by surprise mitchell what you just told them to do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yeah it's funny because uh if he if they did flip their vote then like even more of them would have voted for him because he asked them to but they right. no, none of them flipped so yeah maybe that's and, what took him by surprise that they didn't vote for him yeah he feels betrayed that half of them didn't want him to <laughs> like, eat guys i told you to vote for me and you didn't yeah maybe that's it and yeah. he he's he does he he's a good sport he says that he wants to congratulate them for quote pulling the wool over his eyes uh because they definitely got him so yeah yeah so bye mitchell we we'll we, miss you we hardly knew you other than you're a hungry guy yeah you're hungry and you're tired so yeah. hopefully we'll get some negative energy out of there uh with this vote mm, doubt it <laughs> doubt it yeah we still have keith <laughs> and jerry on the same team so yeah and I mean, other than that, the only other thing is the scenes from next week, which is going to be Alicia and Kimmy uh, getting in an argument. Yeah, I wrote down a quote. I think it's from Alicia. I'm tired of you and and the effing chickens, is what she says. Yeah. It's bleeped out. She doesn't say effing. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Good to note, because sometimes they might say effing, and sometimes they just might have to bleep it out. And then yeah. I think they're going to talk about uh, wagging a finger in their face. Uh, I right. think Kimmy's going to get upset about that. So, I mean, what what could this be about? Is Kimmy wanting them to set the chickens free? Or is Kimmy not wanting them to eat the chickens? Is Mike just, like, murdering chickens left and right? <laughs> like, what's going on here? So many possibilities. Can't wait to find out. Yeah. But Kimmy has made it through four episodes. Like we said, she is uh, a quarter of the way through this game. And, uh, you know, I mean, Cooch is on a roll. So hopefully, I mean, maybe Kimmy just will never go to Tribal Council again until the merge. And she'll just be in a great spot. Yeah. Anybody, you, you every week I'm kind of checking in on yeah. how many people do you know and do you care about on this season now? I feel like Ooh. you're getting some negative feelings towards Mike. Okay. I don't care about any of these people. Yeah, I don't like Mike. Don't like Kimmy. Don't like Tina. I, I think Marilyn misread her uh, as being a, a wonderful person. Um, not a constellation to you? Not a, not a constellation to me. Uh, yeah, there's not really any standouts that I like. I think there's there's contenders. I think Nick... Or Alicia, or maybe Amber, could be people that I like. Maybe Elizabeth. I don't really know her very well either. But at this point, 
the names are with the faces the faces are with the names i know i have an image of each one of these these people from reading their name on this list so okay that's good good to hear (laughs) so we're down to the final 12 and we've got faces to names so that's really good yeah that's that's a big step so yeah um, yeah excited to keep going with this and go into episode five next time uh anything else you want to say about this episode uh crazy episode i love that tribal council going into two rounds uh disappointed with (laughs) the way that it ends after two ties but um i just you know hopefully there won't be so much uh, brutal murder uh, in following episodes yeah do hopefully. you think they could pull off like a pig murder in every episode and still <laughs> like have people be like oh my gosh like what, what happened yeah that's true it would be a lot less impactful if they did it in every episode um, yeah. it's and- like they must be planning these pigs right <laughs> yeah. yeah but I mean good luck Michael he's gonna have to find a bigger pig or an alligator or an alligator it still fits the bill of being bigger than the pig so yeah Mm -hmm. we'll see what happens but uh thank you everybody for listening and uh just going on this journey with us and with scott in particular uh this unspoiled journey of survivor and uh if you haven't yet um and i don't i don't know how you wouldn't have uh Mm -hmm. at this point you should definitely follow us over on twitter at cbs what about cbs scott Oh my gosh, they follow our Twitter. Wow. Oh my gosh. Guys, did you hear so that? so crazy. Yeah. CBS follows us on Twitter at SS Survivor Pod. Uh, you know, I tweet about when the episodes go live, and uh, I love interacting with the people who uh, listen to all these episodes. So you, you should become one of those people. And other than that, that's all for episode four, and we'll see you next time for episode five. Take care. See ya. Bye.